Welcome to Random Side Note. 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 Yo, welcome back to another random episode of Random Side Note Podcast. I'm your boy Dre here with the rest of the Rando gang, and we are ready to bring y'all some live entertainment. Nikki, by the way, yes, is I over am. here eating his nasty candy corn. Nasty candy corn. And it's good. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> she eating wax out of a candle, but uh, how but, y'all but he want to <laughs> eat pumpkins with honey, so what? <laughs> I'm, I, first off, I don't like <laughs> pumpkin at all. I don't like a pumpkin. I don't like you know, these fall flavors. Somebody just said that. Hold on, excuse me. Somebody just said that they had pumpkins with the honey flavor. Now, I do recall you said, "Ooh, that might sound good." Let me try. It's and now candy said, corn pumpkins. I eat both. So, so that means you're uh, willing to try it. I thought it was like made out of honey, but if it made out of that, that shit you eat, you I don't want you it. You ain't think, you ain't think not a god thing, because D said that it was candy Ooh. corn pumpkin. She said they were made from honey. It is. But, well, your candy corn ain't made from pumpkin, ma'am. It's the That's same thing. It's not, made, it's not made of pumpkin. It looks like it, it looks like pumpkin. Oh. Oh, I don't want it. The same yeah. waxy consistency. Oh, I don't want it. Oh, I don't want it, dude. So I'm gonna need you. That. I'm gonna need you to know what you're talking I don't about. Want so that. you throw any kind of shade, honey. <laughs> you still the, the the fact of the matter is you still eating that nasty wax. How y'all feel this week? <laughs> but we all know what I eat. So, uh, no, but we anyway, don't. Keep going. us. Keep going. <laughs> The way Nikki had roll her back then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, All right. Anyway, how y'all been this week? Today, we brought violence. <laughs> <laughs> can we get? Can we get through the intro, Nikki? Yeah. How y'all doing today? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, y'all. I'm real good. I'm uh, <laughs> y'all going on tennis at him. <laughs> that's only because he worked. That's only because he worked today, so his adrenaline is still pumping. <laughs> it is. It is. So you get all of this testosterone. So keep oh, going. <laughs> I like testosterone. <laughs> yeah, but I had a good. I had a good week. I had a good week. A good one week. Amy, how about you? We gonna keep moving. Um, the week is going by slow. I don't know what's wrong. What they put not in the weeks these days, but this last week went by real, real slow. But um, I'm having a great weekend. I'm not gonna talk about my weeks no more. I'm gonna talk about my weekends moving forward. Hey, <laughs> I like that. Uh, Nikki, did you say how you been? Um, no, I did not. But I've been, I've been great. You know, I mean, I'm like AB. You know, I like that. Talk about the weekends, not the weeks, because this week, last, well, whatever week. It, I was really on fuck these kids because, bro, they've been terrible. <laughs> but <laughs> nevertheless, my weekend was great, even though it's going past, going fast, like a uh, fifteen minute smoke break. But I mean, hey, <laughs> fifteen minute <laughs> smoke <it> break. <laughs> <laughs> hey, D, how you doing, girl? Hey, well, I had to work this weekend, so that was ghetto, but. 
you know, been trying to stay positive. Just got back from out of town. Was able to kind of catch some shows in New York, so that was fun. If you're ever in New York, please, please check out the theater. Live performances are important for the culture. Amen. What about you, Dre? What did you do? My weekend has been amazing. Yeah, I'm like, y'all ain't going to talk about my week because they all seem to run the same. But my weekend has been amazing. I, I live to just relax and recharge on the weekend. And so, yeah, that's how my weekend has oh, been. And I'm a, yeah. Yeah. So I got a question for y'all today. And what part of the world do you think you would be most content to live in and why? I think I would be content in South Africa. Like Johannesburg. I think I'd be content there. Um, I don't have a specific spot. I think um, I would be content somewhere that is diverse full and full of culture. Um, a lot of places think they're diverse and they're not really diverse. Um, but somewhere definitely where I can see like, uh, where I can hear different languages, see different shades, different foods, different festivals, just a place full of culture. I don't know. I get bored easy, so I can't really be too content. Leave it up to me. I'd be moving everywhere almost like every month if I could. They said you was a rolling stone. <laughs> what if I leave my hat once, my home? <laughs> Do you, what about you? <laughs> I know. I, I thought about this and somewhere without a lot of people. <laughs> Calm, cool, either on a, a coast somewhere or somewhere in the mountains. But I can't, like, put my finger on it. I've been thinking about Montana a lot lately. All right, Bills, mountains. Ain't that what Kanye was trying to retreat at in Montana? <laughs> I think it was Wyoming. Wyoming is one of them. I think I, want, I want to be, I want to live in Spain. At least for a little while. Um, I've been trying to. I've been becoming fluent in Spanish. I just, I just love like Latin culture. I, I think I was probably Latin in my former life, uh, <laughs> like <Sure>. Hispanic. And <laughs> I, I definitely don't think I was black in my former. <laughs> You're not black now. What am I? Wow. What am I? What am I? Keep going. This your part, though. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. But I'm definitely African American, <laughs> black. <laughs> now, um, but anyway, uh, in case y'all didn't know, and in case you've been living under a rock, the student loan debt relief beta application dropped on Friday night. Um, if you don't, if you haven't already, uh, go over to studentaid.gov/debt hyphen relief slash application i think it had crashed earlier but it is back up shout out to everybody who also put on like a text chain like i had so many texts that i received from it i sent it out too um it was kind of good to see that people were like circulating like go do it now right right i did mine friday night once i heard the news and it takes literally like 30 seconds it it doesn't take long at all so there is no excuse not to fill it out (laughs) You don't need any paperwork or any type of information when you feel when you originally apply. 
So don't be saying you got to wait until you gather all your documents. You don't need all that stuff. Yeah, I was literally at dinner and I applied. So it was just that easy. Then the only thing that I worry about is they say it's a beta application. So I hope they don't lose shit and then they forget to tell us a reply <laughs> if it happens. But go definitely go over to that site. Akeem, what you got in um, your rant of the week? My rant this week is for the Negroes and um, all the hoodlums who keep turning Atlanta into Gotham and clog up our traffic every week, every weekend. On the interstate, like this morning at five o'clock, they have their cars and they black it off and they do street races and like drag races in the street and donuts. And they have fireworks. So it like blocks up the whole, like the APD has drones. So they have to use drones to clear the highway for all of this. That's all I got. That's my rant. <laughs> okay. I don't know what to say. You don't know what to say. He basically, y'all need to get out the road. Akeem said, get out the road. He tired of y'all doing all this in Atlanta. Am I, am I? Tapping into what you wanted yes, to say because you're still waking up. <laughs> Akeem, you said they're doing this on the interstate. Yeah, yes, I don't like the connector, like by Grady. Like they will, the interstate, it, like where a seventy-five or eighty-five meet at. They'll block it there. They'll block it further up in Midtown, and they That's do it at random times. Yeah, they and then they put it on social media. So I've seen all these videos where they're just like spinning donuts, and it looks like Fast and the Furious, it's like an episode. Like it, a, it definitely like Fast and the Furious. So imagine you being like a surgeon coming home from work, and you're just dog tired after working all night long and had the worst day of your life, and it's five o'clock, and you waiting behind people doing donuts on the highway. Oh, you ain't getting through anyway. You got to find another way. <laughs> is, but you can't reverse on the you interstate. Can't reverse. You can't reverse on the interstate. So you're stuck. You're not finding another way. That is like the, oh gosh, that's the, that's the worst. That's the worst. I want to say they also started putting, there are reasons why they put metal plates down now too. Not even just for potholes because they drag race throughout the street. I believe, I blame it on social media. <laughs> why? Because they do it and they post it on social media. They do it for likes and stuff and and tricks and stunts and all of this. And so it'd be all these groups. If you own like Facebook and you can catch a, I've caught a few of them where it's just people just doing it for likes and stunts. But I think they would do it without social media. Yeah. Akeem, I'm going to add to that rant real quick because they do it up here in DC. So basically what happens is the climate um, protesters, block off the main vein into the city early in the morning and they sit on the highway on the interstate lock hands like one dude got out and cussed them out and said you know I'm on probation if I don't get to my job they're gonna fire me you trying to get me back in jail they don't care they just sat there oh my god rush hour traffic this is how people die Stuff like this. This is how people die. Well, that's what um, happened. I know they used to do it because I don't been to a couple on Courtney Campbell Causeway. Um, <laughs> you know she you know Well, actually, you wake up at your bed. The white. No, no. Well, I was I was dating one that did that at the time. So oh, you so know, supportive. Mm-hmm. I am. I was. I'm a supportive girlfriend. You know. 
Um, but it wasn't at five o'clock in the morning, though. It was like, you know, nine, ten o'clock. Because at five o'clock, I'm still rolling over. But, you know, and then the guy, go ahead and say what you want to say, Jay, because you ready. Go ahead. I'm giving you room to say it. And Nick, five, was four, her, Nick was out there with her biker girl jacket on to my That's my man. <laughs> no, actually, actually, I was in the car with <laughs> that's too uh, funny. So but you were anyway, an accomplice. I, Living on the edge. Ride or die. <laughs> no, I ain't finna die. I just want to ride. I just wanted to ride. I didn't want to die. But um, because I think it happened on Bayshore too, but I think someone actually got killed on Bayshore. Um, uh, they were they that. were drag wrecking it, and they hit that person yeah. in the crosswalk with the baby, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with the baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they do, they do it everywhere. My friend told me that um her coworker told her one day, "I gotta hurry up and go home because I wake up at three o'clock to go drag racing in New York." <laughs> so I wake up at 3 a.m. to go drag. She said, the girl said she drag race her Audi at 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah, they, they drag race everything. The guy, the guy I was dating had a BMW. And yeah, he had to swoop that bad boy up and was racing it. Oh, wow. That is too funny to me, dude. I'm not getting up on my bed. Oh, no, I was already up. Speaking, speaking of Georgia, y'all, did y'all see the Herschel Walker and Ralph Warnock debate? Like, oh my God, Pierre coming here. When he pulled out, when Herschel Walker pulled out that toy, toy badge, like that just like, I don't, something's wrong. Or she got it a prize. Should I please put the prop? You know of the rules. Please put the prop away. He said, please but I want to. <laughs> <laughs> He pulled out a toy badge, y'all. Y'all got to go see the clip. Like, he literally pulled out, like, a... And then the memes are hilarious, because they had one, like, a Paw Patrol, one of <laughs> You got to really see it you, uh, and listen to it. Like, I can't believe people are actually taking this man serious. They were asking him about insulin costs, and basically, he blamed it on the people, the diabetics, saying that's why insulin costs are so high and not Big Pharma. He said that they have a choice to eat right. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He blamed it on them. He he blamed it on the people who are who is, have diabetes. Why is this the so same high. person that that they had receipts of him having an abortion? Well, he didn't have the abortion, but <laughs> I mean, you know, he paid for an abortion. The one that's yeah, Hershey. Again. Yeah. Oh, okay, Hershey. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Hershey, what you got in social media land today? Oh, boy. So I want us to weigh in a little bit on uh, the female rap drama. I feel like every time I turn on, um, not turn on, but every time I scroll through social media, it's like another long thread of all these women going back and forth. I don't know how we got in this space, but I remember... I think one week I seen Cardi and JT, then I seen Big Lotto and Nikki, then I seen more stuff from Cardi and JT. And I'm just kind of like, what it, what is happening? How did we get here? And why does it all, all of them start off with, we, we were doing it in the DMs and then you came to everybody on social media. So I'm just trying to figure out like, how did we get here? I'm lost. I don't even know what the beef be about anymore because this is just- I say this. The common denominator is Nikki. Oh Lord, she is a troublemaker. And why would why would JT come after Cardi? 
And then now the way that she came out the lotto was very strange. How she keeping up was very strange. I don't know. It's gotten so messy. Like like you said, the threads are so long and it's so much back and forth. It's hard to keep up. But every time I turn around, it's like more added to it. And I'm like, come on, y'all. Y'all making like all of the nonsense people say about female rappers. Y'all making some of it look true because it seems like y'all just want to be petty. Y'all want to be crabs in a barrel. It, we always got to just pick one favorite rapper. We can't have multiple. Like we have multiple favorite male rappers that are at the top. It's like you want to force everybody to pick one and we can't be happy for everybody thriving. Yeah, I agree with the king. I think the whole Nikki situation Nikki does to most female rappers what she said they did to her. So why are you perpetuating the cycle? And I think she holds on to people that she doesn't feel threatened by. So like she she did she does she's very particular about the songs she does, which she has every right to be as an artist who's been in the game and who has paid her dues. But you don't have to bash the other women that are coming up to continue to let people know that you're on top. And then on the JT Cardi situation, I just wish they would just get along. I feel like the city girls, like Cardi did records while JT was in Locked Up. You know, they just, the problem is they keep telling on each other. Like, oh, you got a ghostwriter. Oh, you got this shit. Like, you can't be airing out people laundry. Like, we don't need to know all that. We just need to know y'all making good music. Who cares how how it gets here as long as y'all ain't killing people? It's not, you know, BMF or Def Jam, Def Row, whatever. I just wonder why it has to be public. Like, why we got to know that y'all beefing? Like, isn't it? And and my other thought is, isn't it enough to go around for all y'all to be female rappers and all y'all to succeed and all y'all can get have your own fans and mixed fans? I. Like I, I get the whole like Barty gang and um Barb situation, but some like the Barbs, well, in both camps, they, yeah, it's, it gets a little too serious. Like, why are you going so hard over somebody that could give a could care less about you anyway? They don't even know you, so like you, literally all day on social media, they going is people going back and forth, and they like starting these sub fights against normal people i'm just like but y'all ain't even got a a, a, a horse in the fight like this is, this is <laughs> it's because no matter how much we say like the women's rap game is totally different from male like you can't put them in this like we can say you know there can be more than one but the way it's set up you know how the system is set up is for only for females who come with a dude, like didn't uh, Foxy Brown put on there? She had hoes, and Kim had Biggie, and, um, Missy had Tim, right? And so, if you're not tied to a male rapper and you're just out here doing it, it's a, like a new age, and people don't know how to fit in their lane and be successful while uplifting the person next to them. They don't know how to do it. And even and even so, even in this culture of them going back and forth, is it even possible for like? Well, I know it's possible, but do you think people think it's possible for so you can be a fan of both and and not have to subscribe to each camp and listen to? Because at this point, I don't even think it's about their talent. I just think it's about who I want to stand behind, and you know, because I like Nikki, I won't listen to Cardi, and because you blah blah blah, all of this stuff. This is, I don't know. 
I have. Let them people fight their own battles. Get out of your business. Bro, I'm going to listen. If you got good music, I'm going to listen to you. That's that's what's going to happen. But I still be, if I don't, I'm not, Nikki ain't on my level, like I have with Kanye yet. Like, I'm not listening to Kanye anymore. But Nikki, she be borderline with that. But I still listen to both. She just has such a nasty attitude. Like, why can't you? Like, why do you have to dig at everybody? Like, I feel like she puts on this persona, and then she gets mad when people talk about facts. Like, you, you, you can't, you can't have it both ways. And I do agree with Lotto to an extent about her being on the internet bullying people, and then also like she doesn't condone it, but she doesn't stop them all the time from coming at people crazy and sending death threats on the internet. Like, people gonna let these Twitter fingers get them locked up. Mm-hmm. Or worse. Well, you, well, you gotta stay relevant in some kind of way, so whether it's oh. good or bad. So, I mean, and I like Nikki. Like, don't get me wrong. I like Nikki, but you gotta stay relevant in some kind of way. You ain't made no music, so why not keep up the mess? She I mean, She cares about music. I mean, super freaky girl, like, whatever, like, and, and, you know, and but... I mean, it's a it's catchy. Like I find myself like humming it, like, like but it's not like something I what put you on be repeat. Humming? What you be humming? The F R E A K part. Oh, that's what you. Oh, oh, I thought it was the super freaky girl. My bad. No, <laughs> I'm all man. It's, it's, I'm I didn't all say man, you baby. I didn't. I didn't see you what, honey. <laughs> Go on back in your box now. I mean, <laughs> hey, do what you no, got. No, 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 no. You chose violence today. <laughs> Go on back now. Go sit down. Eat your, eat uh-uh. your wax. <laughs> and I'm going to still come for you. Don't choke. <laughs> I don't choke. You swallow. <laughs> Moving right along. Wow. <laughs> So y'all, this one was a little funny. I love you, Nikki. I love you too, Joy. This woman accused a woman that she was waxing or providing, I'm assuming a Brazilian wax too, um, of having a roach (laughs) crawl out of her crotch. Now the woman, what the woman did was she waxed the lady and then saved the hard wax with the roach inside of the hair. And she had the audacity to post it for us to see. So her intentions were to be messy, but she wasn't prepared for the internet to uh, come after her and it all to backfire on her. So the internet basically said, you need to stop lying and just say that that roach was in your wax. And so when they started coming for her, she was like, now y'all bullying me. And she said, y'all bullying me and got my post deleted, but she deleted the post herself because Twitter said she did. <laughs> and that's what okay. happened when you be when you try to be messy. Sis was looking for clout. So, that's what sis was looking for. So she said that the roach was inside in the lady. The woman. Yeah, that it so, crawled out. Yeah. It yeah. crawled oh out. So yeah. the woman didn't feel it. If, if that was possible, she didn't feel it. Because I know like if you get something stuck in your ear, like Feel when stuff is moving in their ear, so I'm pretty sure that you could feel when stuff is moving inside of your hole or whatever. Oh. <laughs> I don't even I know mean, nobody's gonna let a roach crawl on them. Uh, I'm like, yeah. wouldn't you feel that? Like, I don't have one, so I don't know. But would you feel feel that moving about in you, like in you? Yeah. Oh. 
She said the crowd out of her. She said the crowd, crowd so out of her. Again, how would the roach live? <laughs> there's absolutely no way. <laughs> that's, why, somebody, right. that's why they came for her. She got caught in a lie trying to be messy yeah, and trying to go find her. That roach was inside of her wax and it died <laughs> in there. It, it was. It, it, she got caught. Terrible. Oh, God. Sis, sis was looking for clout. First off, if it, if, if it really was true, let's say it really was in her crotch. If you were a professional, you would never post that. Like, if you were a true professional, you would never post that about one of your clients. If you if if, if you were serious about your craft, no, that's that's very sensitive. But it's also embarrassing to the person if that happened. B- but another thing is, you can look at the photo and you can tell that it's on top of the wax. So it came out. It was in her wax. It wasn't in that lady. Hoo hoo. <laughs> this was unprofessional and it backfired. I bet she won't do no mess like that again. So if she ever whacked anybody. I got a question. So okay, so the wax goes on the outside, right? It don't cover up the, they don't put it inside. Nikki, you think the people Okay, Wait. so she coach came out of her. Onto the wax. Yeah. I'm just. Trying, I, I, I don't. I don't know. I'm trying to help the girl out, but nah, it's, not, it's impossible. Know. It would be under the wax. It's impossible. She just got caught being messy. She tried. Yep. As Dre said she wanted to remain relevant. Maybe she needed to drum up some business. Now she won't have any. Well, she done lost a whole bunch. Epic My. fail. <laughs> Epic fail. They're gonna delete her post. <laughs> you can tell my son, yeah, because they post, drug please. her. <laughs> Don't people drug her? I'm learning now more and more. Like Twitter ain't. I mean, I'm not even on Twitter anyway. But Twitter ain't <laughs> nothing to be played with. Now Twitter is a dangerous world. Twitter is is worse than Google. Twitter don't forget nothing. It will it will pull your tweet up from two thousand. Twitter is an unforgiving place. <laughs> Be like, remember you said this? Find this tweet. Like I can't even scroll on on my own timeline. These people don't have don't don't work. Cause like how how do you have time to sit through and sift through all those messages until? 15 years ago. That's wild. Screenshot and ruining people's lives. I'm like, ooh, ooh, be careful what you say or delete it before people screenshot. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I didn't share this with y'all, but uh, I seen that Cameron fell in the Nia Long DMs. Mm. Yeah. Not fell in, AB. <laughs> he fell into the DMs. <laughs> I'm going to read a little bit of it. I'm a, I, honey, he said, hey, Sting, I was giving you some time to yourself till I reached out. Your perseverance as a strong black woman through this turbulent time has been something to behold. You shouldn't be taken advantage of and exploited as you did. Nothing to deserve this, especially all over these sport net, sports networks. You're bigger and better than that. You're a queen. And by the way, I'm a king. Together, we can achieve greatness. And we were both desired for that. We were both desired for as a couple. That means we have one life to live. Part of my French. LOL, as I sit here sipping Gazapacho, I don't know what that is, and watching The Best Man, I was inspired to reach out because that's what I am best, that's what I am, the best man for you. Hope to hear from you soon, Mia Moore, or should I say Nia Moore? 
Fuck boy tactic number one. Get a wash it down. <laughs> he said he had to try. Get a wash it down. Wow. I said, Cameron, we didn't know you could talk like that. Get a wash it down. He got a ghost oh, no, right That was a ghost I leave you with. I leave you with this. The most difficult thing is this decision. There's more. The rest is very technical. <laughs> Until the next time the sun rises and the moon falls. Red heart, purple heart. Red heart, purple heart. Red heart. <laughs> Roses are red. Violets are blue. Okay. <laughs> Sugar is sweet and so are you. So are you. <laughs> and then he gave like he was. <laughs> he thought he was from New York in that letter. Nothing in that DM. Who posted it? Who posted this? Uh, I don't know because it looks like a screenshot from his DM. Because I want to, I want to know who posted. I wonder if, it, if she posted it. That says, oh no, he he reposted it. He said this was this was last week. Still no response. Good. Oh, well, well then, did, did you think he was going to get one? He did. Ladies, take a page from Nia's book. Don't respond when you're down like that because there's always somebody <laughs> like looking for the rebound. <laughs> Thank you. Damn. Y'all, that man probably just came from therapy and was like, I got some for her. Oh, he felt this. <laughs> He's sitting at the door crouching, waiting. We are laughing, but shoot, shoot your shot. Don't let me. No. Ain't that's, what we, told, ain't that's what we told the people last week. Shoot your shot. <laughs> <laughs> Cameron had listened to the episode. That's all. Cameron did more than shoot his shot. <laughs> well, he had to do what he had to do. Cameron was like, Game of Thrones people. I bought a deer. I bought, uh, you know, for your love. That's like those student loan people. That's predatory right now. He did. <laughs> yeah, okay. Look, when we see them together in three years, you know it all started in a DM. She fell for side niggas. No, she fell for fuckboy tactic number one. If we see her in three years, that's what she did. But she she waited. She gonna wait a long time before she responds. Oh, that's what y'all do. That's what y'all do. No, no, that's what we told. She probably got like. 5,000 of those from celebrity men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he just went into the um, the unknown box. Yeah. Yeah. You know that, that other that box? <laughs> Put them in her vows for later. When she feels back up at it. I get those from the unknown boss, and I'm like, where are the messages at? Because like, right. you know, you get that notification. I said, what are you at? I had to check them all. And then I clicked that one. I was like, oh, all this spam. I ain't never spam. If you go into that box, you spam. Oh, <laughs> that is it for social media this week, you guys. Oh, so I thought we, um, we would talk about us today. Well, not us specifically but um yeah we'll get there what is something that you had to unlearn about uh, relationships in order for you to be a become a better partner what are some things you had to unlearn mm-hmm. don't believe none of that stuff on tv it's not real <laughs> like you know the things you see as a little girl or the things you see growing up where you see families the way you see marriages the way you see relationships like you like we're almost programmed that this is how life works and in reality once you get older you start dating and then you start seriously dating you realize none of that stuff is real it doesn't work out in that order it doesn't work out in that way I, I can see what you I can see what you're saying there because 
I I think for a long, I think it depends on what you watch growing up. Like I watched Family Matters, like that was like my go to show. And so Harriet and Carl, you know, uh, you know, the mom and dad on that show. I thought every relationship was supposed to, <laughs> supposed to work like that. They seem to like, you know, go hand in hand and work together. They have little spats and then they come and make it, make it, make up. And then they have the, the, the kids and, you know, the whole house is kind of living in harmony. But once you get out into this real world, you realize like it takes work. You know, it is, they made it look like it was just instant. But I think what I had to unlearn is that. It's not as easy as it appears to be. And there you have to put work into a relationship. Like not like beginning work, but it's constant work to keep it keep it going and, and to make sure it grows and matures. That's what I learned. Had to learn. So managing expectations, like reality versus Yeah, it's, yeah, kinda like um, you know, not setting unrealistic expectations for not only for the relationship, but for myself. You know, sometimes we see and we model after things we may have seen on TV, like AB said, and we expect, you know, things to line up exactly how that how that is. But I think because I watch those shows as a as a uh, growing adolescent you know going into adulthood that was like an imprint or a blueprint for me you wanted to be a police officer when you grew up <laughs> no i didn't want to be a police officer <laughs> <laughs> okay what you had to unlearn to be a better partner I think I'm a better partner anyway. So <laughs> I got a couple side pieces. Um, you got side pieces. A couple tune-ups, tune-ups, a couple tune-ups. Um, what? Did you have to unlearn anything? Um. Yeah, I had to unlearn. You know, if you know how our grandmama stayed in it. Even though they knew what the granddaddies was doing. Oh, you okay. talking about like them to get How divorced? grandmamas knew they was cheating and having all these kids and everything. Like I understand you being there for your man and everything, but some shit that's just a, I yeah that was definitely an unlearned behavior, especially when you know during my grandfather's funeral, a woman came and said, "My daddy." We didn't know who the hell she was. <laughs> Wait, your granddaddy's daughter showed up at the funeral that y'all didn't know? Yeah, we didn't know her. She was like, oh, my daddy. We was like, who the fuck is you? <laughs> no, auntie. You know, the fuck she was. <laughs> like, like, this whole, like, like this post I just saw, like, I'm too old to be learning about and aunties that I ain't never seen before. Or whatever, so no, she wasn't my auntie. But you know how they stayed in the paint with the with people or whatever. Like that was a learned thing or whatever. Like no, I had to unlearn that. Like if I'm not happy or if I know stuff is not going the way that it needs to be, let me go ahead and pump these brakes and get out while I can. I feel you. <laughs> I felt Nikki when she said, "I had to." unlearn many behaviors I, I feel like i deal with every situation as an individual approach and so that may be unrealistic in terms of carrying things over but i feel like I, i'm i'm gonna give you the 
same energy sometimes that I feel like you're giving me. And so if, if it's not reciprocal, then it's time for me to spend spend my attention elsewhere. And so I try to navigate each situation that's presented before me and um, treat it for face value. I don't I don't fall for that DM stuff. And people get wild in the DM saying crazy stuff. And it's it's just all talk because then when they get the chance, then they fumble. So I You detect the games early. Oh yeah. Game keep game. Oh Uh-oh. Yeah. so she on that game. Okay. <laughs> game keep game. And if you also just have to be honest about what you want. And and so that comes from within and self evaluation and the work that you need to do before you can approach a relationship with someone else. Well, yeah, we going in just a second. <laughs> Aki, what about you? Um, I think I had to learned that there is no such thing as a perfect relationship. And I did. I think somebody said it earlier, like you're, you're putting in work, like you always have to put in work, but I guess the question now is how much work is your relationship worth if, that's, if that makes sense? It's funny that you just said that because I was just thinking like of a of a of another route to go here. Is it really so? Should it be fifty fifty or a hundred hundred? What do y'all think? I don't think you put a number. You just match. I, I ask that you match whatever I match. I mean, I don't. I feel like when you say fifty fifty, it breaks down. I don't like to put numbers to it. I guess. What do you can, can you specify? You, you, yes. Yeah. Thank you. you know, people say relationship takes 50-50, you know, both of us 50-50 um, of, I guess, energy time or whatever into it. Should it really be 50-50 or 100-100? Like, so I think it ebbs and flows. I think when you're trying to date, then everybody should be putting forth a lot of energy. But I think when you are in a relationship, you have to give a little bit of grace. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's not going to always be hundred like you got to be realistic about yourself and your partner and so sometimes it might be 80 that's and i agree with you on that because sometimes sometimes i you know i can only speak for myself sometimes i can't give 50 sometimes i can't even give 30 you know sometimes i am at that 20 or that or that 10 and you know i and i i think a good relationship is when i whenever I'm down, then you come in and you pick up that and then, you know, vice versa, you know, not willing. I'm, but I think there's said, there's something said for if I'm always the one that's like 10 and you like 90. And then, I mean, I think there has to be some sort of balance there. Like, so, okay. Question though. So I think that's great for people who are level headed and have an understanding of emotion and some emotional intelligence. But sometimes I, I worry about codependency, right? Mm. And so if 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 I have to kind of, like you said, constantly be the person who's lifting, how much am I pouring into your cup and where is my cup being, being filled, right? And so it's like always thinking about myself, meaning I can only give people what is overflowing, right? Versus me depleting myself, trying to give, to a relationship that may not be beneficial to either of us. But on the positive side, some people like to help, right? You, you yeah. have some people in relationships 
who want to do it and want to be anticipate someone's needs and and be that constant for them. But I worry about codependency. And I, I think you should, if you are the person that likes to always help, I think you need to make sure your battery is full first because you can't give too much of yourself. And then I, th- I think it leads to burnout quick, quicker. And I think it once you burn out and your partner is used to you giving all of that and your partner's not pouring that back into you, and you like you, you may seek that fulfillment elsewhere. And, and it might not be another person, but in other means or, you know, in other ways that may not be completely healthy for you or your relationship. I think that person that likes to help needs to put that energy elsewhere. They need to put that energy into volunteering or some sort of community service because your battery, you said they need to make sure their battery is full. Your battery is never going to always be full. And if you want to help somebody, your significant other who you're with 24 seven and your battery ain't full and all you want to do is help, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. And we always say the person who loves to help um, doesn't get that person that reciprocates those things to them and they drain themselves dry and then they end up going through something because they are used to giving and no one's giving them anything. That's yeah, I agree. And I, and I think that leads to the question is how does self-esteem and self-worth, how does self-esteem, self-worth and knowing yourself play a role in forming relationships? I think when you know yourself, you're able to set boundaries. When you know what your expectations are, as soon as you walk in, you know exactly what you want. You know exactly who you are, where you are in life, and you're not looking for this person to help you create all these things. You're able to walk in with a clear level mind, clear head, set your boundaries, and hopefully meet somebody who can respect those boundaries. I think you said a lot there, especially when you said when you know yourself, you know how to set boundaries. And I and I think when you know how to set boundaries, you know the to the degree into which you are willing to be flexible. Um and it's and so I, I think we become inflexible when we really don't know what we want we don't we want. It's like so we become inflexible while we are sitting and still trying to decide like, should I go this far? Should I should this be an experiment? But if I know for a fact that I don't want I'm just doing this out there, a poly, uh, polyamorous relationship. And so you come to me and you approach me with that. I'm not going to be the inflexible person. That, that's not what I want. And that's not what I'm looking for. And you can shut that down. But I think if one is suffering with self-esteem and self-worth and knowing themselves, that may be an avenue that they may want to explore. And, and it may end up being detrimental even more to their self-esteem because there, there were no clear boundaries in it for itself or the relationship at that point. It's kind of deep. I ain't getting study for this. Oh my goodness! <laughs> this is just an impromptu conversation. <laughs> I also think it's a matter of when you understand yourself. Like I said, you're. It's, it's not also about the compromise and the boundaries. In addition to those things, I think you're more willing to communicate what they are. Right. Because you can have boundaries, but if you don't articulate them to the people you love in a way that they can understand and um, know where those boundaries are, then you can still wind up in those cycles and those problems in terms of communication. And I think we see that a lot with family because we have our boundaries, but we don't know how to clearly communicate that to them. And so we end up giving in and they take 
Because we're just like, no, I'm not doing that. And they take offense to it because we didn't properly communicate. It just ain't no, it's more to it. Mm-hmm. It's and it's, it's it's amazing that you brought brought that up because it, I was starting to think of that post you shared with me yesterday about that about the lady the Hispanic lady that was communicating to her mom. You know, you know, she was saying that you should at this point in your life be able to communicate to your parents that you're tired and you know you're not really feeling like that. And I think you had said something to me that you know our parent we kind of agreed that our parents probably wouldn't take that for an answer because it, it would you know being disrespectful. But you know we evolve. People evolve, and so we should be comfortable in saying that, "Hey, I'm this new. I'm this person now." You know, you may have known me as this person, or I may have jumped to your every command back then. But you know, I know who I am. I know my stuff worth. And you know, just because we're friends, you're my parents, or anything, we have to be able to set those boundaries for ourselves. So that's that was interesting that you brought that up. <laughs> yeah, I think you have to learn how to communicate it though, because like either you're going to blow up on them and then it turns into something much bigger than that. Right. Or it's the opposite where you, like AB said, you give in. And so I think you have to strike that balance of honesty with care, right? You, you care about the person and your intent. Sometimes I'll share what my intent or I'll share the why with people and see how they like respond to it. I've, I've done this recently because so much gets lost in text. And I think we said last week that we prefer text, right? But the context isn't always there for people. And so sometimes you have to ask that additional question so that everyone understands what you're talking about and that the intent is clear. And so I find that sometimes in the communication process, you have to be able to articulate, also listen and hear what people are telling you about these things and so sometimes it's hard to hear and sometimes you have to take a deep breath and take a moment and not instant i I find myself instantly typing back right like oh i gotta get this point and then i'll sit and i'll read and then i'll delete and then i'll take a moment and i'm like let me just take a breath and then ask a question versus making an assumption about what was just shared with me right right I agree. When it when it comes to forming relationships, what are your non-negotiables and pet peeves? Any type of relationship. I think one of my I think my non-negotiable is don't try to push your beliefs on me. Now we can be friends, we can agree to disagree, but if I'm not accepting something that you give out, don't try to push it on me. Mine are more tied to like abandonment. Like I like if I feel like you're ignoring me, it's an instant like turn off. Like if 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 I'm being responsive and like, I feel like I'm a busy person. So if I'm being responsive and I'm, I'm showing interest and I'm engaging and connecting and you stop talking for two days, that means to me, you, you could be busy. And if you had a communicated that you were busy, then I would have probably been okay with it. But because you didn't, I'm left to wonder a whole host of things. And so to protect my peace, I won't wonder. I just block, leave. And move on. So I think that's, that's like one of my. Nick and her candy corn do that. Cause look, she she came on mute then. <laughs> <laughs> no, cause I, I agree. I agree with me. You know, I mean, cause if you can't communicate with me, then if I'm doing all the communication, you can't communicate with me. Nah, bro, we can't do that. But I mean, mine would definitely be don't try to force me. Like if we get into an argument or something. 
um, to digress because if I respond in that in that moment, you're not going to like the way that it is. Don't don't keep pushing me to respond because you're not going to like the response. Give me my time. Let me back up. Go over the situation, kind of like with D, like D said with the text messages. I'm gonna type it out, but then once I read it, it's like, okay, let me go ahead and delete it. I got it out. Now I have enough time where I I can digress, respond the way I need to respond, and then we can go on my business. Why eat her candy corn, motherfucker? You got me messed corn. up. Right. <laughs> delete, 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 God delete, delete, delete. And still eat my candy corn when I'm when I'm digressing. Uh, <laughs> my my would be definitely lack of communication and and uh inconsistency. My mind goes y'all know how my mind works. I'm I'm like an ant and a gnat. And so if I like if you're not communicating with me, my mind is probably like formulating like probably the worst case scenario ever. Like <laughs> <laughs> You could probably like, have like you get alerts from uh, the ride share that I've got in the ride, and I'll answer you and tell you where I'm going. So, true story. Like two weeks ago, like two or three weeks ago, I randomly got AB has has jumped into a lift, uh, track her route, and I was like, "Are you okay?" And she never responded. <laughs> so, if I would. Now, I don't know. I forgot what I was doing, but I was real busy. And so when people don't like when stuff like that happen, because I'm like, she never in a lift. And I'm like, are you okay? Everything all right? And like when people don't respond to me, my mind just starts to like formulate all these scenarios. Like, you know, <laughs> oh, it, it's bad. So don't tell me I want to talk to you. I need to talk to you and then be like, I'll talk to you later. Hell no, because you done ruined my whole <laughs> Y'all gonna get my friend an anxiety attack. No, I tell, I tell, when they hit me with one of them, I tell them real quick. If you can't tell me now, then we ain't got nothing to talk about later. Like, uh-uh. You won't have me sitting up there formulating plans in my head. Uh-uh. Like, no, oh, that text is like for somebody that has like ADHD and anxiety. Like that's like, like what? Okay, and I'm like, did I do something? Like, <laughs> wait, though. No. So you would prefer someone to say. You you would prefer them not to preface at all and just like ambush you? No, I would be like, hey, you are you free to talk? Don't be like, don't be like, I gotta t- I gotta tell you something uh, later. Like, cause now I'm just like, <laughs> oh lord, what they gonna tell? Let me go back to my text messages. Did I say no, something wrong? I, no, I don't like, read What did I do? I done reread text messages. I was like, what did we talk about last? Like, <laughs> like, who did I see that we know? Like, stalk their page all day. Like, don't, don't tell me that. Just if you got to tell me something, like, hey, are you free to talk? And then <laughs> we can go from there. Right. Wait till they're ready to speak before they reach out. Uh, yeah, okay, so if you want to talk to me, just I already have it ready because I'm be like, okay, let's go, let's talk about it. Don't don't do that. But an inconsistency, I don't deal with with that. Like, if you're inconsistent, like, like don't start nothing and then start doing something totally different because then I'm be like, you flaw, get away from me, goodbye. <laughs> Keep that same energy. Yeah. Did everybody? Um, oh. for me, 
our friendship needs to be a two-way street. I need to be able to count on you just like you were able to count on me. I need you to be reliable, a reliable human in my life, just like I'm a reliable human in your life. Um, I don't like in, in a friendship, I don't really ask for much other than time. I think all my friends would probably agree that I'll be like, I want us to do this. I want us to go there. I wish you was here so we could do this. I wish we could do this together. I wish we could go like, so all I ask for is time. So being that all I ever ask for is time, if you ain't never got none, and I get it, I'm busy, you busy, but I think I'm realistic too. But if you ain't never got none, then we just can't be friends. <laughs> we can't be friends. like she has such a point there because all of my like really intense arguments have been over time like the which i feel like time is like the bare minimum right like being present or showing up is like what is it 80 percent or whatever right and so like if you if you can't figure that out and if I'm making myself available, and who? Right I, now. I have high expectations. Yeah, <laughs> all I want is your presence. <laughs> right now, my time is valuable. It's, it's, it's valuable as money. So if you if you ain't got it, if you don't want to spend it, and you want to waste my time, you, yeah. Time <laughs> is money. Time is money. Yes. I think my time is more valuable than money because I'm just like, I be like yeah. count every minute, like count planning out every minute of my time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, uh, what we got in a random side note of the week? That was a good conversation. It was, it was, it flowed very nicely. So, um, this question comes from anonymous. I, I can't share this person's name, but thank you. You know who you are. Um, <laughs> thank you, thank you, anonymous. <laughs> Um, so uh, the question is if you're going on um, a trip with a group of friends and you're in a platonic relationship a little bit more context the person does like you but you've already told them that you're not interested and you're going on a group trip but you're sleeping in the room with them are you able to sleep in the room with them? Are you able to sleep in the same bed or separate beds or should you just avoid it altogether? Which I got Randall game. I'm fine with it because once I say no, it's no. Like, <laughs> so you can sleep wherever you want to sleep at. <laughs> I agree with you, Jerry. I mean, once I say no, then I'm done with it. I mean, if you want to make it weird, hey, by all means, go ahead and make it weird. But wherever I sleep, <laughs> hell, half the time I'm probably drunk anyway. So <laughs> you know, I just mm, so you want your own room, honey. I'm just somewhere to lay my head. You know, I mean, if hell, he like you, so that's fine. If he, he brings, like if he brings, but but what? Well, then if he want a rape case on his tr- on his plate, <laughs> oh, <laughs> what you know. <laughs> But all they gotta do is bring. All they gotta right trigger warning. All they gotta do is bring candy corn for Nikki. <laughs> and I'm each. I'm eat your candy corn. Look, eat your candy corn, drink your crown, and still not fuck you. So what? oh, oh. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, she's explicit. Out the box. Would Would you expect anything less of me? <laughs> 
Thank you, Dee. Thank you. <laughs> so I actually went on a trip similar, very similar to this scenario. Um, me and this person previously dated. We weren't in a relationship, but we dated for a few months. And we had decided that we should no longer date. But we had already planned a trip for his birthday. Shout out to you because your birthday today. Um, we had Happy birthday, you. Happy birthday. So we had planned this trip before we stopped dating or whatever. And he ended up dating somebody else by the time the trip came. And I was like, oh, shoot, our trip. And he's like, I had already explained to her. I got this trip planned with you and I'm going. So I was like, okay. So we didn't even like the whole bed situation wasn't even a conversation. We got a room. We knew we were sleeping in two different beds. Like it wasn't even nothing to talk about. And we slept in two different beds and it was completely fine. And I think the girl had that conversation with him. So he did say, you got two beds, right? At one point. And I said, yeah, that girl putting pressure on you. But I didn't say it to him. It's just an obvious thing or whatever. But yeah, it was completely fine. We had so much fun. But if you see some of our pictures, like it's kind of awkward because people were like, I'll take a picture of you guys. And then we're like. Is this Colombia? No, this was Costa Rica. Costa Rica, yeah. I yeah. Really wanna, mm. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it was like all of our pictures are super, super awkward, like, because everybody wanted to take pictures. And I was like, oh, these people think we're a couple. It was like they were best friends in the photos, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, it was completely fine. I don't know what happened in his life uh, after, like, with the girl when he got back, but it was fine. Um, I think you could be in the same room but separate beds. Would you request separate beds? I would, would you... I would request separate beds. I'm not gonna like put that I've already told you that it's platonic. Mm-mm. We're not gonna put that out there for you to be coming back and running your mouth or make any type of stories either. Yeah, I, I think it would totally depend on if I was in a relationship or not. Because if I was in a relationship then I probably would want separate rooms. If I wasn't, I wouldn't care, but separate beds. I think it just depends. And it's, for me, it's about like being able to trust, but also like making sure that my partner was comfortable as well. I think it's weird though. Like, I don't want to wake up or share the same bathroom with people I'm not. Right. So I'm, I'm real particular about that. Like, I don't like. Like, I'm not trying to sleep in no bed with, like, People, I, you you can be, we can be real cool, but I'm too old, and I live a life where I, I want to wake up and stretch and not roll over to somebody on a trip that I'm not with. That's, and I think Nikki said, yeah, if you want to make it awkward, then you make it awkward at that point. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be good. I'm going to enjoy my trip. I'm going to enjoy my sleep. Nikki probably going to bring another man back to the room, too. Really. <laughs> <laughs> you don't mind, do you? <laughs> if you see, if you see the circle, the don't, don't come in. <laughs> you know, I mean. I just thought of. 
<laughs> right now we homeboy and homegirl. You know what I mean? You could be like Nigga walking, walking that way. This is my this is my homeboy over there. But he alright. <laughs> Don't pay no more. Look, this just my roommate. It's all right. <laughs> Don't pay no more. On, let's go. <laughs> Yeah, you can stay if you want. I don't know. She goes like, you can stay if you want, but you might want to leave. I don't like three in the room. I don't pay for this bed. I'm knocking. Oh, everybody got a Let's come on in. It's time for me to go sleep. What y'all doing? Exactly. Better make sure the lights off and be quiet. And the air conditioner will be down to like 60. Like, I bet I hear no sounds. Look, None. If you, see little, if, you see, if you see a little moving, don't come over there. Nothing. Don't say nothing. Alright, so moral of the story is do whatever makes you feel most comfortable. You want to be comfortable in the situation, especially when you out of town. Exactly. And thank you, Anonymous. You too can submit your random side note of the week. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at RND Side Note. At RND Side Note. We're on every major podcast platform, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. You can reach us in the web browser at random sidenote.captivate.fm. It's been a great, great, great episode, guys. Um we have two more episodes before the season finale. Um and you know, Halloween's coming up. Y'all watching any good scary movies? I went to the movies last night and watched Terrifier 2. And this is a movie that's supposed to have people like falling out everywhere and vomiting in the theater. It was very gory, but I, I, I was but I was gonna leave in the beginning, but I stuck it out to the end and it was all right. Um Why were you about to leave? Yeah. Because it was it was very like like it's like very explicit and gory and it's like it makes it makes it's you, worse than like soft. It's like what do you, what oh. you it's worse than Saw. It's like... <sighs> and passing out? And it's clowns, too. And y'all know I don't like clowns. So. Oh, I don't like clowns. Oh, hold up, hold up. Never mind. Them people will pass. Them people will pass them out. Mm-mm. I don't spend my money to go do stuff like that. <laughs> okay, what you want to see? I want to go see Megan. Oh, I'm yeah, the little, that doll little thing. It's a doll. Yeah, I want to see the, the, um and they say smile is good too so um it's already in theaters i think megan comes out in january um so yeah, yeah i don't want to see that smile movie because i don't want nobody smiling at me i also see how we end on peacock with some money in the theater oh yeah i got peacock they say it's horrible <laughs> they said they could have kept that last halloween <laughs> they said halloween ends is horrible yeah. um, yep i was look at that too yeah, I was too. I but, mean, get your closure. Yeah, get your closure. Watch it. And I don't need it. I don't need it. Somebody I'm said. Right. They, somebody said if if Jamie Lee didn't kill Michael Myers this time, they were just gonna jump in and kill him. Because <laughs> so, so she been trying to kill him for the longest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Well, y'all have a safe and prosperous week. Uh, we'll see y'all next week. We are out. Later. Bye. Bye. Welcome to Random Side Note.